talk heavy, talk heavy, talk heavy, talk heavy, talk. If you ain't talking heavy, what you talking for? If you ain't talking heavy, what you talking? Welcome to a whole nother episode of Talk Heavy. Once again, I'm your boy Scoop Burgundy. Just call me Ro. It's Scotty. It's V. And as y'all know, Dad is back. So, welcome. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> we're gonna start off with the latest. And I would say greatest, but this topic is something that we talked about before, and I wish we didn't have to talk about. But there was another mass shooting in the United States of America, in Colorado, in a supermarket, where a guy walks in and he shot and killed 10 people. One cop cop included. So what are your guys, or what were you guys' initial thoughts on what happened? I don't know um, how to really analyze the automatic shootings. Um, I know one thing that it definitely is a indicator of something when all the mass shootings are white people and white people who have associations with some type of white supremacy group or some type of association or some type of tweets come out that these people was doing and they find out, oh, these people were blatant racist. Is full-blown proof to me that white people, especially radicalized white people who are fully into the concepts of white supremacy, feel threatened by the current status of what's going on in America. And they are frail and they go out and kill people. It could be that. It could also be, you know, people with mental health issues. I'm, I'm, I've never really subscribed to that concept because I know plenty of people with mental health issues who don't go killing motherfuckers. So, you know, I, I truthfully think this has a lot to do with the way people are, uh, I, and for lack of a better word, socialized and and how they realize that reality isn't truly what they thought reality was. And that break kind of causes them to go crazy. But what do you think? I definitely was shocked to hear that a cop got shot, um, especially because of who was do- who was the shooter. Um, but, you know, not to say like, oh, my God, he shot a cop, but it's just like, that just caught me off guard a little bit, but regardless, I guess I agree with what you said, um, God, and and um, pretty much everything you said. Just to add on to that, like it's just it's just crazy to me how it's like just last week we were talking about eight people being shot and killed in Atlanta, and now we're talking about ten more people, you know, being shot and killed in Colorado. And I've been to Colorado; it's cold as shit. So like they really meant that. Like it's it's really cold in Colorado, but that's not to explain that. Regardless, um, it's just really sad. It's very, you know, rest in peace to all of the lives that were lost. Like, not to make this a laughing matter. Um, I just, you know, I'm really I don't really know what to say. Um, outside of, you know, everybody be careful, especially as like the world is starting to open up more. Um, these mass shootings, I'm not surprised that they're white because typically when I hear about a mass shooting, it's a white person. But just, you know, if you got brown skin, be careful. Wow. 
So do you guys think that? Go ahead. Oh no, I, I did want to say the RIP to, to everybody who lost their life. Yes. Um, I know a lot of people don't like the police, and they take out their frustrations of police and police brutality, and they rejoice almost when, not almost, they people rejoice when they see police being killed. I think at the end of the day, they are human beings and they do have families. This police officer has seven children, I believe, or eight, seven or eight oh. children. Yeah. Um, and he was married and like, these people are still human beings at the end of the day. So they deserve some form of respect and death too. You know what? I got a question, y'all. How come all these mass shooters always get taken alive? Like, I wonder that sometimes. Taken what? Alive. That's not a common thing. They usually kill themselves. Yeah, themselves. You know what I mean? It's like they the cops use... always manage to apprehend these mass murderers. Well, it's because of their skin. When the police see them, they see a mental health. When they see someone with brown skin, they see a threat. Mm. Yeah. Because you're not going to tell me that if any of us were that mass shooter, any of us would have a court date. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I'm just making that, sure I wasn't, I wasn't tripping. We was talking about it the other day, actually, how the media portrayals plays a huge role in the way people perceive different types of threats. Like mm-hmm. the media will never, even though it is a form of terrorism, the media will never label mass shooting as a form of terrorism. That's why we're saying mass shooting rather than domestic terrorism. What, whatever his motivation was to be out here killing motherfuckers, how is that not terrorism? He's terrorizing the public. Literally. True. It's true. They only re- re- refer to it when um, do kill all the um, went to the gay club and kill all the people in the gay club. What they call that terrorism? When they blew up the um, the damn uh, World Trade Center, the World Trade Center terrorism. Terrorism. Go on, keep going, brother. Preach. Forms of terrorism, right? But when when it's white folks and it's white people doing it, it's active shooters. It's a mass shooting. When he when the dude went to the little kids and killed little kids. Yep. They call that a fucking mass. That's terrorism, yo. And under every definition, that's terrorism. But they will never call it that. Tell me why you mad, Scott. I'm not mad. I, it's just an expectation, you know? Like, I expect the media to be, to be that way and to portray their white people and give their white people that grace that they wouldn't give other people. For it instance, is sad that I, that's... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's sad that because not to like discredit what Scoop just said, tell him why you're mad. We absolutely should be mad. But like <laughs> when I think about it, I'm not mad because I'm not surprised. Right. And it's like I've been mad before. I've marched before. And it's like now it's kind of like I'm almost feel immune to it, as sad as that sounds. But we should absolutely be mad, but we just like how long can you be mad before it's kind of like well, I mean, it's just is what it is at this point. And that's kind of what you were just saying, Scott. It's like the expectation. Like, mm-hmm. we expect that. Like, a prime example, even when they talk about historical events of terrorist terrorism in this country, it's like, when they talk about Black Wall Street, 
they never even taught taught us about that. That's a terroristic act. And then even what just happened in the at the White House, like literally just happened. All of us saw it. It was all over TV, it was all over social media, and people still struggle to call that a domestic <laughs> terrorist act. That but is then, as terrorist as it as gets. It gets right. Absolutely. Like they were at the Capitol. Like absolutely. So right. absolutely. And, yeah, it's like and that, and I just quick. wanted to point that out because it was like when Scoop said, like, you know, tell them why you're mad. And I fully agreed with you, Scott. And I'm like, but I should be mad, but I'm not because I just have that expectation now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if Keith don't have nothing to say, I got to, because I want to, I want to tie it in. Oh, wait, I, did have, I did have something to say. Shut up. Nobody want to hear you. You know, I had to do, I, I, <laughs> I got to, I got it. First of all, if anyone know, I got to do back end hey. stuff before I can speak. Shut up. <laughs> no, I, but I, 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 I really ain't really had much to say. I just think it was said that um, Mr. Sir decided that he wanted to go out and shoot people for no reason. He wanted to be that guy. Mr. You Dipshit. Know. Yeah, we heard uh, the interview of the lady talking when she had her son and how scary that was for her. It is like, like B said, they don't want to call it. And Scott said they don't want to call him a terrorist, but that's a terrorist, <laughs> you know, just because his skin is, is unseasoned. Don't make him less of a terrorist. Right. right. Now, we're going to flip it. It's controversial to flip it, but we're going to flip it. Because that's what we do. We talk heavy. Now, we're going to talk about some, some seasoned people, right? And we're going to talk about the murder rate. Philadelphia, for instance. Over 100 people were already killed this year. Homicide rate up 55% already in 2021. After you're talking about a year in 2020, where 499 people, so let's just round it all, 500 people were killed. That murder rate is up 55%. Not 5%, 55. You heard it right. In Philadelphia. So what are your thoughts on that? That That's indicative of poverty. Okay. Philadelphia is the most impoverished big city in the country. As a result, poverty and crime go hand in hand. Lack of education, lack of resources, lack of food, food. The food deserts in Philly is sick. The food deserts in Philly is sick. The lack of nutrition, the lack of in drugs. It goes, the list goes on and on and on and on and on about why these things occur. But truthfully, as an individual, and I think this is what I wanted to say for real, for real, is that as an individual, what we can do is not participate in these activities. Stop committing crimes. Don't be in these streets. Me saying this don't mean a guy. I know me saying this don't mean a damn thing to these. You don't know that. Some of these dudes. Now, yeah, I'm about to say everyone, every one person counts. You don't know. Every one person counts, I brother. It, I hope. Okay. I hope it does. But please, it's not worth it. It really is not. It's never worth it. Jail, life in jail, your life, your mama's life, like it's not worth it. You affect you going to jail or dying affects so many people. Your family, your friends, like you're not just talking about yourself. That's so right. yeah. So um try to stay out these streets for real and educate, educate yourself, as Keith likes to say. <laughs> educate yourself. Uh learn about something pick up a trade do something pick, try to try put the if you out here in these streets use that money in the streets 
to go do something positive with your life. You know what I'm saying? Pull a hoof. Use hoof as your blueprint if that's what you need to do. Uh, you know pun intended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, real I... talk. Fun... Go ahead. It's my fault. No, I was going to say, I fully agree with Scott. My initial thoughts is it's, it's really sad to hear that. Um because I knew it increased. I didn't realize until you explained those numbers how significant that increase is. And especially during such a trying time where so many people have died just because of this pandemic alone. And then to also, and also you have to think too, when this pandemic started, the black community was hit the, the most because we were dying at a significantly higher rate than everyone else, which in my opinion is why Trump didn't care to take it as seriously. But then to add on to the thousands upon thousands of people who died in our community due to something that we have no control over, and then to see, you know, that rate go up is very disheartening. It's very depressing. And globally, you know, I've stated this before on this podcast, globally, Black men, there's a shortage of Black men globally. That's not just in the United States. That's across the globe. And to see how many of them have died, just, just looking at Philadelphia alone from both the pandemic and from homicides, it's just like, wow. Like, you know, it's, it's really, really heartbreaking to see that as a Black woman, especially for me, I'm, I'm a Black woman who can't even imagine dating outside of my race because I love the strength of a Black man. I'm a Black woman who wants to bring my children up in a household of a black woman and a black man as their figures. So it's like, just to see that and have that knowledge behind me of kind of like knowing that those numbers are decreasing is very depressing. Um, but on top of that, I think that both cases, both the homicides and the pandemic in reference to our community being affected so much has a lot to do with how much our government does not care about us because this could have been controlled. If they had properly shut down things when they should have, if they had properly put resources into our communities, I'm not saying that because I hate when people take this notion as I'm saying all black people are poor because there's not, right. but I'm just speaking. You're alluding to what Scott said exactly. about poverty and Exactly, and, and it's like, and that goes hand in hand because he's correct. That, that has been proven to go hand in hand. Poverish areas deal with higher homicide because it's poorer people. And so when you're already poor and then you end up in a pandemic where the government doesn't care about you, about your well-being, is and is not doing everything in its power to help you, but is doing everything in its power to help these trillion dollar and billion dollar companies to continue flourishing rather than doing what the government is supposed to do, which is to be there for the people and protect the people. It's just like, it angers me, but then I'm still also sad, you know? Like, it's just two bad emotions that clash when I like hear this type of stuff. So that's how I feel like- it's, But still it's, not it's surprised, like with the last yeah. one. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not surprising at all too. And that's the other thing that, is also very disheartening is that I should be shocked, but I'm not. I think real quick though, I think what you said was very important. Um, because one thing that you did say that I was like, yo, that's, it has some credence to it. The one stereotype that has credence to it is that a lot of black people are poor. Um, it's a stat, it says 
Black people in Philadelphia specifically are twice as likely to live in poverty than white people. Twice as likely. It's hard out here for a pen. Okay. I don't, I, first of all, you said like really, really good stuff, like really powerful stuff. I appreciate all that you said. But I want to talk about Philly as a nigga from Philly. <laughs> Philly is the most <laughs> fake, tough, hating ass <laughs> city in the world. I'm not going no pandemic. Talk about it. Talk I'm about it. Going, yeah, I'm not going to talk about no pandemic of, oh, I'm just poor. A, a nigga will, will shoot you because you stepped on his his, his, his phasers and just said, mm. what you think, I'm a punk? Like, it's just all for that. Philly got too much ego. <laughs> Philly want to be the next Chirac. That's from all the words he listened to. Scoop said earlier, like, Oh, that's all. The, everybody listening to the Chirac music and they really just want to be somebody else. Really want to be on the mat. Everyone mm. want to be a killer. Everyone be tough. Everyone feel like they got to prove themselves. So I just feel like that's why the murder rate going up. And especially when you got one person out there who got 17 baby moms and getting broke off half of them stimulus checks. And now he walking down dripping. And now his mm. homie not dripping the same way. Mm. But now his homie feel like he acting crazy on him. So now his homie mad. So his homie got something to prove. Ooh. That's how Philly goes. Philly is really a hate. There's no love in the city of brotherly love at all. Doggy dog. <laughs> so okay, I, 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 I know Scott want to want to reply to that. You you, you got I, you, I you itching. You itching. No, it's just that what what Keith is talking about is is like it's true, but when you think about what happens, like most of crime is with men, mm-hmm. right? In society, what are men supposed to be? We're supposed to be the providers. And protectors. And if I just remember this statistic correctly, if we are the most impoverished city, big city in the country, Mm -hmm. and Black people, Black men, are twice as likely to be impoverished than white men in -hmm. the city, you got to think about how emasculating that is. We got to deal with racism, police brutality, uh, all different forms. And if our... So your inability to provide... Affects your mental. Gotcha. Absolutely. Gotcha. But your inability to provide and protect. You just said it yourself. The, the homicide rate is up. People, and, and if the homicide rate is up, that's indicative of, of other things too. Drugs. Robberies. Attempted murders. And attempted shoot- and shootings. People oh, those, those, that's and a, that dying. number is ridiculous. That's in the thousands. That's a whole Right. Number. Yeah, that's, that's a whole Exactly. Number. The shootings so, is in the thousands. And so when you look, think about it like that, yo, you can't you can't protect your kids, you can't protect your woman, you can't protect your, yourself, you can't protect your brothers. The only thing that you have in the sense of when you have this concept of masculinity to protect, provide, is I'm going to do it to my brothers over here, my black neighbor over here, because I can nah. listen to some control over this over here. And so that's where that, that in my that's that's where that ego is. I must. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, go ahead. Say, I must. I must interject mm-hmm. because I'm. I'm half and half. But I, I, what I've noticed in our community, a lot of us put down that protector shield, and a lot of people picked up a predatorial shield. And a lot of people, a lot of the of our men, and I gotta call it out. They prey on people in our community. They do it, and. And it's a mindset. What it's born, what it's born from, it's a, it's a multiplicity of things that it's born from. But it is a mindset. It's a reason why two black men can be outside of our environment, and if they're in another environment, sometimes they still find each other and have a problem with each other, even outside. 
So we have this type of predatory thing toward each other that needs to be dealt with. Now, for the sake of time, I do want to bring this up because I want to stick. This is the last point I want to make. And I want to ask you guys something because there's something I was looking for the whole time while we were talking and nobody brought it up. And I know y'all have an opinion, opinion on it. We talked about a mass shooting or domestic terrorism, right? And we talked about the individual shootings, but a shitload of them in our community, right? Nobody brought up gun control. Now, is, is everybody Democrats in here or is anybody not a... I'm not uh, a Democrat. You're not a Democrat? Okay. No. I don't identify necessarily as a Democrat. I'm not. Okay, all right, all right. But we lean more. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. That's not even the point. I am left. We, I guess, I guess in, in the essence. We're all we're kind of yeah, I'm left. I'm definitely more yeah, left. Left leaning. Yeah. Okay, okay. So left, left more is, is more for gun control. Do you guys, how much, because nobody put it on gun control in either case. Do you guys feel like gun control has a lot to do with it or little to do with it? Um, so that's, that's, that's a very deep question, right? So I'm trying to, I'm trying to compact that. So in reference to what we were talking about earlier, um, to the mass shootings that these white men, cause it's typically white men. So we have the Colorado, we have the Atlanta, you can think about the schools, you can think about the movie theater, you can think about all types. All the way back to Columbine. Right. Typically white men. Yes, I think gun con gun control is an issue. There's no reason why a teenage boy should be able to, to buy a gun and then be able to go into his school and shoot it up. In reference to our community, I don't know if I necessarily think gun control is because we're a lot of black men who are getting their guns who were like in these, you know, I don't, I hate to say gang, but you know what I mean? Like gang lifestyle type of thing. It's like, they're rarely getting their guns legally anyway. So I don't really know how gun control would play that much of a role to combat it. But I think that gun control absolutely will play a bigger role when you're looking at these quote unquote mentally ill as they like to call them rather than call them terrorists, which is what they are. Um, white men who are, and, and teenage boys who are, who are doing these mass shootings. Like a prime example is that protest where that white boy went up, shot. <laughs> what did he do? He shot. Was it was he killed two people or three? Something like that. I, the protest after. Um, oh, you talking about. Uh, I can't remember. Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse, yes. Yeah. And it's like um, that's a prime example of a 17 year old boy was able to go to a protest with an AR-15 and shoot people up and stay out of trouble with it, like that to me is a gun control issue. Hmm. Okay. I I guess in this particular topic, I'm very right leaning. I believe in guns so hard. Get them guns, I'm actually, Scott. I, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to get me a gun. Um, I believe in that. I don't believe in the police. Um, and for that reason, I believe in guns. Um, and protecting yourself because I damn sure know the police ain't gonna protect me. Um, to the same level that they protect others. And to V's point about gun control, I do believe that if we do control the flow of guns, it will stop the criminals, criminals, I, people from being able to purchase them so readily. Criminals. 
Yeah, criminals. All right, come on. We, we, all right, I, I don't like to use the word criminal. Uh, you're a career criminal. Implies, you're a criminal. Call it what it no, is. No, but but when you say criminal, it implies something else other than. But anyway, um, I don't like the. Back to what I was saying, though. I lost my damn train of thought. But <laughs> when you stop or limit the flow of the weapons, that does make it much more difficult for people to get a hold of them. So you will see less petty crime criminals or less people having the guns and more more organized crimes and more, you know, people of higher status criminals have these guns and shit. I do believe, though, that there is something to be said about trying to put a Band-Aid over it. And I think that's exactly what gun control is, a fucking Band-Aid. I don't think that's a real solution because what you're trying to do is change the symptom of the problem. Because although guns are a lot more effective at killing people, people aren't going to stop killing people. They didn't have guns. They would just use a fucking sword or knives or a bow and arrow like we used to do 100, 200, 300 years ago. They would use something. Somebody nigga, dying. Nigga ever walk to the market and stab 13 people? <laughs> Somebody's know. gonna take him down. I'm just Somebody saying. Somebody gonna, gonna take him down. Like right, the point I'm trying to make though is that tragedies and killings are going to happen no matter what. And so, guns uh, just make it a lot easier to do. I don't want my right to have a gun and protect myself be taken away because I know other motherfuckers are going to be out here with a gun, and hmm. I don't have a gun, and I get shot or somebody pull on me. What the fuck I'm gonna do? You're going to get shot with that gun on you, too. No, I could be. No, no, no. But my chances are no, a lot I better. I know what you're saying. I know my what you're saying. I got a crap, too. Can I respond Especially, to that really quick? Go ahead. Go ahead, B. Go ahead. I know Keith was about to say something, but I just wanted to say something really quick. Um, I think it's a misconception people have that gun control equals taking away the rights to, to guns. Like, like, gun control, depending on how you look it, look at it, Gun control is just controlling how easy or how difficult it is to obtain that gun. Like for me, I also believe in that, like the gun system. I go to the shooting range for for therapeutic reasons. Like you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like if I'm angry, you got to go to the shooting range. Okay, I'm like you know what. Boom, boom, boom. Like I'm just letting it all out. She but at hands. the same she really time, she, she she... <laughs> right? But at the same time. I still believe in gun control to an extent because I don't think that it should be as easy as it is for people to get guns. And I also think that there should be a limit of the type of guns people have access to. I don't think that a regular human being should have access to a military, like something they use in the military to go to war with. Like, I don't feel like that, that makes sense, but I still think it's okay to have guns. I'm just saying that I just wanted to put that out there that I feel like it's a misconception that when you're for gun control or if you believe in it, then you want people to not be able to have access to guns. And I don't think it's that at all. I just think that it should be a little more difficult than what it is right now. I'm glad you said that, B. And I'm sorry, we spent a lot of time on this. Hey, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, go ahead. I had one good fact that I got from CNN. Uh-oh. Good Uh-oh. Fact. And V was like, I'm gonna take that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't think people should have access to military guns. That's all I had, me. That's all you That's all had. I had. Sorry. Oh, you man. That was it. I'll go going like, yeah, people shouldn't be able yeah. to and be able to carry them around. Me. Bro, I, 
she made herself smarter than I was going to say it and everything. God damn it. My dad is never going to be proud of me. Oh, man. <laughs> See, that's why you got to That's why you got to jump in. You gotta I was trying. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say You know I'm she sorry. was going to take I that. I should have just let you have that moment. <laughs> my bad. See, but if, the, if our right to bear arms is so that um we, we can be, remain free, right? And that, I'm talking about the original point, right? So if our military can have them, why can't we? What if the military decide to say, we're going to keep y'all in the house? Why shouldn't we be able oh. to fight back? It could we be a whole lot more. Hold on, hold on, scoop, scoop. We have zero fucking chance against the military. Got you. Zero. I feel you. Zero. I, 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 I feel, zero. I, I, I feel you. I Let feel me... you. Yeah, go ahead. Still, mm-hmm. I want my ARs. So you got niggas who train to be a marksman in the military. Right. Yeah, you have no chance against them. <laughs> that's cool. That's, <laughs> no, that's no cool chance. too. But if that's if that's if that's what they if that's what they're gonna hold on to, that's what it is. I mean, if we if we talking about it, the same military. It's gonna to have to pick a side, though. If we're gonna talk true. about if we're gonna talk about the capital being breached, right? Those are the same people who were police officers, mm-hmm. military. That's so that's the whole point. So we don't have a chance against our military if it's black people against the military. But if it's like them against them, who knows? I mean, at most, you shouldn't be able to get like a sniper rifle or something like that. Like, at least, like, we got a low red at some point. Like, you can't get at least not an auto rifle, at least like it is a, a, a one bullet rifle. Oftentimes, a, a handgun is just as effective. You yeah. can't mass shoot with a handgun. Bro, 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 bro. A, handgun, a handgun is nowhere near. I hit the target. Oh, wait, am I on mute? No, but let me- I hit the target. Every time. <laughs> I mean, you saw that. I'm not saying I know. I'm just saying you saw it on the firing pin. They got rapid fire. Yeah. And you can it. get magazines. You can put a hundred shots saying, on a Glock. I'm yeah, just also what like, I'm saying. Like, like, you can, but the, you have way more stability with an AR. You got way more range. You can put it's way yeah, that's, it's, it's not. It's yeah, that's that's nah. that's why that's why I said hundred shots. But nah. if you think about it, right? This is what I'm saying. But this is what I'm saying. These these shootings that are done, if we're talking about the five, whether we're talking about the 500 murders in 2020 that are up by 55%. Are we talking about the mass shootings? One done with an AR, the other done with a Glock. All guns, right? So, if, if, what, are, what are really the weapons of mass destruction? What's the difference between an AR and a Glock or a nine? If most shootings done in this country or killings done in this country are done with handguns, as effective as one is more effective than the other. But I, I did want to say something though, Scoop, about gun control and Scoop to V to V's point earlier. Um, I don't, I don't know about you, but I know the government is notorious for misregulating shit. And I don't want the government regulating my guns because I know they're going to do something, somehow, some way, make it less accessible to black people. I know they are. I know it's going to be racist pro- policies in place against black people. I know it. And so is that what we're asking for as black people to be disproportionately affected by these policies? Because we that, that's the history. That's the history. So is that what we want? And that's the question now. I'm I don't asking, think they would, we want though. that, huh? I think they put the guns in the community to make more of an issue. I think they would be more willing to give us the guns. Like, all right, we'll go kill each other then. No, I disagree, bro. They put, put they put mandatory in minimum. the community. They, Why would they? they <laughs> no, Bill Bill Clinton literally put mandatory minimums if you get found with a gun, if you got caught with a gun. If they and put niggas the ain't care nothing about that. Yeah, then they still then they still put the guns in the community. It was like, all right, good. Now we got your asses. Now we can lock you up. But that, that no, but they don't. I I guarantee you, they don't want black people 
militia, militia. They don't want black militias. They don't want that. That's called you. You know, we had that. No, I, I it's called that. the Black Panthers, and we know the story with the Black Panthers. And, they, right and that changed the whole gun law, right there. Right. Boom. So that's. So I don't believe that. But I, they don't want us having weapons. They want us I in jail. That fact too, they too. want us. They want us doing what they want us to do. But my point is though, is that as black people, why, as a black person, as a black man, why would I advocate for more government control when the people who are in charge of the government already put all these racist policies in place that are disenfranchising our people? Mm, that's a solid question, and you might find out the answer on the next episode. Talk heavy. <laughs> Now, since we're talking about racist institutions, let's talk about the Grammys. We, <laughs> we, had, we had the Grammys this year during another panoramic, and it was some things that happened. So um, let's, let's just, I don't want to just call out what happened. I don't want to get right into it. So you guys give me some of your favorite parts of the Grammys and, you know, all of that cute stuff. When it went off, because Nikki ain't won another Grammy. Oh, damn. <laughs> she never deserved one. But I got oh, you. I get when it. Beyonce get showed it. up. Because Beyonce <laughs> showed up on some smoothness. Beyonce, Beyonce. Well, she, or, she pulled up. Beyonce aura is so great. Like, like, you can't, I don't know anyone who can hate Beyonce. Like, when she just pop up places, she just there. I'm like, oh, my God. Harry Hilson. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a, that's a, that's a name. That I didn't hear in years. Yeah, for good reason, dissed, right? She dissed Beyonce, and then her career just. I, I argued for you, Carrie. Jesus, you did. I remember that. I remember that argument like it was yesterday. I think, um, you know, great Beyonce showed up, but I think the bigger story um, for the Knowles is that Blue Ivy won mm-hmm. a Grammy. Hey, she won a sippy cup. She won a sippy cup. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that is, if you talking about, but like their family is untouchable now. Yeah, like, let's talk about nepotism for a minute. Like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Blue <laughs> Ivy. Blue Ivy. Let's How talk about privilege. Ivy? How old is Blue Ivy? Uh, nobody's keeping count. Regardless, this minor yeah, yeah. child, I think she's like nine, but Blue Ivy won. Actually, no, I think she's younger than that. Because her and North are around the same age. But regardless, to, to me, she to won a Grammy. Like, what? That's unheard of. Mm. That's unheard of. Like That's unheard of. Yeah, she so let's talk. Is it, is it unheard of? I don't know. I never heard of it. I never heard of a. a I mean, whatever. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, power. You ain't hear Blue Ivy crying on Jay Z's drawing? Wait, what? When she was a baby, she was crying on Jay Z's drone. That's when her stardom started to go off. She's a, when you look at when you Google Blue Ivy, she's a music artist. If you Google her right now, it's gonna say musical artist Blue Ivy Carter. You know what? It's gonna say you, Grammy oh, Award nah, winning. Nah, Blue nah, Ivy. You Carter. know what? You know what? This ain't toxic enough. I don't like it. Okay, that's fine. But so Cardi, Cardi, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion had a performance. Let's just get to it. You know, like uplifting black women. That, that, that was not uplifting black women, their performance. You said it's not toxic enough, but no, I'm not going to go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying. Because you know why? You know why? Words because I know people like, people like you in this world <laughs> Me. Don't, think, don't think that Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion performance was tasteful. 
How you trying to throw me under the bus? I never said that. I'm not, oh, oh, all right, all right. I'm just saying, okay, so you never said it, but it's people out here that says that that wasn't a tasteful performance and there's kids watching the show. The Grammys should be for family entertainment and Cardi B and Meg should be mindful of that. And they shouldn't have performed in the fashion that they performed. What are you guys' thoughts? Let's hear from our expert on women, Venice. <laughs> I'm just confused as to when Meg the Stallion and Cardi B became everybody's parents for their kids. Like, last time I checked, I don't know about y'all, but I'll have the money to go see the Grammys live quite yet. Um, Keith, we know you live a different life. So <laughs> yeah, he, he in another tax bracket. You know but what I'm saying? That's right, am not that blessed quite yet. So if I'm watching the Grammys at my household, I don't have children, but I have 10 nieces and nephews. So it's close Ooh. enough because I live with them. And the Grammys happen to be on. And I see the Cardi of the Bees and the Megan of the Stallions, the Stallions. popping mm. what they like to call their WAP. Then mm. I, as their mom T, can go ahead and turn off the TV. Mm. Why is that Cardi B and Meg the Stallion's responsibility of what your children see on your television at your household? Mm. At your household. Let them know, V. What? Like, that? I hate that argument. I've heard that so many times, and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Mm. It sounds like a bunch of angry white women. That's what it sounds like. Mm. It Be always sounds like a bunch of angry white women. No, That's no, Ooh, she concurred. I think white white women administer societies. I'm, I'm I'm convinced. Jesus, y'all pouring on thick today, ain't you? The Karens are crazy. Like, regardless of how you feel about like their performance to bring children into it, to me, that just questions your parenthood. Because my immediate response to that is. Well, if you feel that strongly about it, why did you let your kids watch it? Well, I guess their point was I had to turn off um, the Grammys because this was on. Oh my! I think that I think that they might have. I think white privilege at its finest. You had to turn the channel for two minutes and forty five seconds because Meg The Stallion and Cardi B was on stage popping a wop. Oh my God! Because like they the were Grammys selling doesn't smut. Go on but that's for hours. what it is. They were advertising smut. What do you mean advertising smut? Oh God! Advertising smut. Is so self-explanatory. Well, but I think I think we all consume it though, right? Mm-hmm. We we like smut. I like smut. If we're gonna call it that, you I like to see booty yeah, cheeks. You watch Megan Thee Stallion's page every day, Facebook, daily, Re- religiously, and I have no shame. Let's call me. You know what? I think we all like butt, and I don't think it's a problem with that. And I don't think if you don't want your kids looking at butt, (laughs) don't expose them to butt. I mean, at the end of the day, eventually they're going to be exposed to some booty cheeks, and they're going to probably like them. If they're a sexual being, they're going to like booty cheeks. Like, I don't know too many people that don't like ass. So... You know what I mean, like I, I just I just don't understand the fake mad, the fake anger when you got former uh somebody who had literally killed the person opening the show. So like, you know, I don't I don't even I though he was vindicated, the baby, the baby, the baby. Oh. Self-defense. But he, he, he did he kill somebody, somebody else? Did he kill somebody at the Grammys? <laughs> no, he didn't. But Bad what analogy. I'm saying, 
Nah, how is that? It's not a bad analogy. <laughs> bad analogy. It is. Because, because you're talking about something that happened. Your children to, but no, but no. But what you're exposing your children to are things that you consider negative. And I'm pretty sure they knew the things that some of the rappers they had heading up the Grammys, what they were doing in their past life, they wouldn't be okay with it. But they don't. And Grammys is under family entertainment, though. So, I mean, generally under family entertainment, you don't get, wow, that's that's all. If you're going, yeah, if you're going by the, the guidelines of the TV. Yeah, if you're going by the guidelines, you if, got, if you I'm watching a show, if I'm watching a show that's that's under family entertainment with my family, then I'm probably not expecting to see you, the family got there from some WAP. The family ain't get there out of nowhere. You right, but that, that, don't, that don't mean. That's how you here. That's how I'm here. That's how we here. That's how Keith here. Nah, nah, don't say wop. don't say I'm here because my mom wop. I ain't never seen my mom got no damn wop. Don't say like that bullet by yourself. Don't be speaking on my mom's here. situation. <laughs> we all here. My dad told wop. me that yesterday, so I. Oh, geez, uh, that's a whole <laughs> other conversation. Right. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Wait, what's your pop say, me? Oh, see, this is the this Nothing. is the, um, but I wanted to say something in reference to what Scoop was saying about advertising slut. And on so, a family, on a, on a family program. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Cardi B made a very valid point when she said, if y'all don't want to hear women rapping about popping punani or sexual things or doing all the sexual stuff, then stop buying the music mm-hmm. that sells that type of, like, like, you can't, like, it's just, okay, this is my whole thing, right? <clears throat> A lot of female rappers rap about a lot of different things. Their music that sells is the music similar to WAP. So if that's the music that's selling, that's the music, the music industry, which is also male-dominated, um, is pushing, then how are you complaining about them doing exactly what you want them to do? Well, I think that's the point. They didn't ask for that, right? So they were watching the Grammys. They didn't tune into a Cardi B or Meg Thee Stallion show. Now, with that being said, they had a problem with the Grammys as well. Like, why would they allow that to happen? So if, I mean, if we're looking at a situation where they're watching the Grammys, like we'll be watching the Grammys and somebody from a rock and roll group may perform. If I don't, if I'm not aware of the type of music that they sing or any of those things, right? And they start to say something inappropriate that my child sees. I might say, "Why the hell are they putting this on TV?" Like, I'm not aware of this rock group. Let's say their name is um, Broken Glass. You know, they be having names like that. So, you know, I mean, say their name is Broken Glass, and Broken Glass get on there and decide to push whatever their agenda is. And they like, "Well, this sells, and this is what y'all wanted." I didn't ask for that. I just asked for the Grammys. I asked for um greatness and musical excellence. And you know, this is not what I asked for. So, I guess what they're saying is. This is not, I'm not buying it. I didn't, t- I tuned into the Grammys and I expected not to see a strip club scene in the Grammys because I like to protect my children from those types of things. I don't think that they're ready to see that. And, and to, so your point, I, oh, go ahead. to your point, Scoop, how do we know they didn't turn it off? This is the lowest rating on Grammys all the time. Maybe they seen a little cheek and turned it off and they were disgusted because the kid had to see the cheek right then and there. Exactly. That's my point. That's my point. They they probably turn it off. Like, oh my so, god! I mean, they're not asking Cardi B and Meg right. to be parents to their children. Just show a little discretion when you're doing I, a family I, I, damn show. So, okay. 
where I disagree at is multiple areas, right? Because one, mm-hmm. even your broken glass analogy, broken glass is performing this song at the Grammys because that song sold a lot and clearly was deemed popular, which means majority of the people who are into that genre like that song and want to see it perform. They said, regardless of what was said, regardless of how the performance is, you know what comes with that. And I feel like it's the same with the Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. WAP did numbers. That was a top selling song for an extended period of time. So even if there are some people who feel a type of way for it, that song has proven that majority of the people liked that song because it did numbers. It performed very well and it made the industry a lot of money. And also just from the lyrics of the song, you know what's coming along with that regardless. So I just, I don't agree in that sense. Like, like, cause even beyond WAP, there's so many other songs that are deemed inappropriate, but because they do numbers and because they sell well, they're performed at the Grammys regardless. Yeah. Like, it's not like they were up there I, and they literally got, got it. Naked. Still was pedal- they, they were still doing exactly smut. what I also said, what they were still yeah, pedaling smut. Okay, so I'm even not, if that's I'm the being, case, I'm though, this, doing I'm that. Being, uh, I mean, this is if, okay. If Broken Glass made a song, it's a bunch of people out there that agree with. If you comply with the police, you won't get killed. If Broken Glass made a song about that and it was popular, I might have a problem with it. If it come on and now somebody, my kids, like, whoa, well, maybe they're telling the truth. Like, no, fuck that. I don't. No, like I'm that. not. I, I'm I, not disagreeing with that though. Like, I get exactly what you're saying because we don't listen to that genre, so we don't know what they're saying in those type of songs. So you would be right to feel the type of way. My point though is that. The Grammys has done enough, like, like has done enough research to know that that song did numbers, regardless of if you heard it and regardless of how you feel about it, that number has done numbers enough and has generated enough revenue that it was worth them playing it at the Grammys. And I feel it's the same with WAP. Don't perform WAP at a family program. Can we do a moral? Uh, the moral of the story is stop acting like you don't like sex. That's, that's the moral. No, that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that, that, what? Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that was that was a horrible moral. <laughs> give no, me no, one, Keith. No. Yeah, give I, me a good I, one, Keith. Today's <laughs> moral of the story is Scott loves butts more than he loves kids innocence. I love I that one. <laughs> I love that one. I like it. <laughs> We're gonna stick I don't with think that innocence way. and butt got anything to do with each other. Yeah. All right, well, God bless you. So <laughs> you go to jail. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about somebody that couldn't get enough butt, or a couple men who couldn't get enough butt. Two Yo, men that were wow. in relationships, they couldn't, they could, they couldn't stop. They just couldn't stop. One by the name of Derek Jackson, relationship guru. Oh my gosh, if you heard about him, let me if you don't know who I'm talking about, let me just say this. Ladies, if you cheat on your man and he leaves you, then he didn't really love you from the beginning because a real man sticks by his woman. Stop letting these guys out here just tell you what to do with your life. You're free to do whatever you want to do. So you probably should get, you know, oh, let me do this. Yeah, yeah, that guy. And he had a nerve to drag his wife, who we've never seen, in his BS. He took a page out of my girl's book, Jada Pickett. When you get caught, bring your spouse in. And make them be a part of your apology. That whole thing, right? And then my guy Quavo, allegedly, no proof, may have got caught doing something. Who knows? And Sweetie decided 
to break up with my man for no apparent reason. I don't like it. I don't like it. It, it, it don't sit right with me. It don't <laughs> sit right with one me. Thing, yeah, one thing Scoop <laughs> will do is defend men, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Always the buffer. Oh. All right, Kevin <laughs> Samuels, go ahead. Kevin Samuels is the goat. Yo, boy, your boy, Derek. Hold on, hold on, hold on. V, I would like for V. I want to hear from V. That, that, uh, no, no, I'm going to let Scoop finish. Go ahead. Oh no no no! I just I just um you know I just was 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 done. I you know so we decided okay, to go so ahead and break first up with my man. I'm not acknowledging what Scoop just said about Quavo and Sweetie. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But Derek Jackson, I am on your ass today. Let me Uh-oh. tell you, bring your ass here. You literally built your entire. This man is 31 years old. He started doing this. When he was like 20 or 21, somewhere around that, so a that decade, time a decade, you mm. built your entire career, the whole thing, the whole thing. Because we have. don't know you for shit else. I don't even know what your degree is in. All I know is that for a decade, you built your career telling women what type of men to avoid, not to tolerate cheating, not to tolerate narcissistic activity, not to tolerate male tox, I mean, male, you know, toxicity. Then you had the audacity, mm. the audacity to call out black men who were getting caught publicly cheating on their wives, cheating on their girlfriends, doing this, talking to them any old type of way, not disclosing full information, not cutting off people from their past and then long and behold you've been cheating since the beginning of fucking time bruh like not only were you cheating while you was writing these damn books while you had this little stupid ass game that you told all of us to play with niggas so we can see if he's a real one or not and you played it didn't you man? You played it. Just go ahead and say it. She, she I'm not gonna lie. That. I didn't buy it, but somebody I know had it, and I was. You- <laughs> but, <laughs> but back to my point. Then you is out here. This man, I don't. I lost track of how many books he's written and sold. Like, let's start there. But they all was bestsellers because it's Derek Jackson. You know mm. what I'm saying? He he we he called us. Team Jackson. And I'm not going to lie. I was a part of the team. You was on the team. Fraud, yo. Point guard. Fraud, man. When I was dealing with my situation, you know what I'm saying? I was listening to Derrick Jackson videos every day. Binge watching them. Mm. Binge watching them like a Netflix fucking series. And this (laughs) nigga was out here doing the opposite. Like, okay. This is why I'm mad at Derrick Jackson, right? Because I'm all about people getting their coin. What I don't support is people scamming people. And you are a scammer. How dare you sit here and tell a stranger like me and the millions of other women, oh, don't, don't deal with narcissists. And then come to find out you are the narcissist you was talking about. Had the audacity to tell us, oh, don't deal. If a man doesn't cut off his previous sexual dealings for you, he doesn't take you seriously. Then during the interview, mm. you forced your wife to do. I don't believe the bullshit that she came up with that idea. You forced Boom. your wife to do. 
she and you confirmed that you were that nigga. And the reason you was cheating was because you refused to cut off the people you were having sex with when she asked you to. Then Boom. he said, oh, well, if a man, you know, um, doesn't, what did he say? He said, if a man won't allow you to see his phone or won't allow you to do this or do that, then he's hiding something. Then come to find out your wife just got your password two months ago. Boom. Then, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally everything you told us as women not to tolerate from men is exactly what you were doing to the queen of your kingdom, your Mo wife, v. the mother of your two children. How dare you disrespect her like that? What is Ms. wrong Denise? with you? Miss V, Miss V, can 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 I own? Um, can I can I can I put some accountability your way? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, listen here, V. <laughs> they say the best teacher's experience. How you think he knew no, to no, tell no. y'all all of That's these what I'm things? Saying. How you think he knew? <laughs> no, no, no. Let me let me clarify. Let me clarify. Right? Because, no, I agree yeah, with that. We was all thinking. <laughs> I, I agree <laughs> with that though. Like I agree with that. But my whole thing is. I don't think that like I feel like it's one thing when you the way he was preaching it was as if he was living it rather than he previously lived it. Right. So the difference between him and like Pastor um, Michael Todd, who also it came out that he cheated on his uh -oh. wife uh -oh. is that with Pastor Todd, he at least stopped. And it's been proven that he has continuously changed his actions and has continuously to go down this journey with his wife for years, not like just two months ago when it came out that you cheated on your wife. Like, no, he had been doing what he needed to do. So when he's preaching about, you know, what to tolerate and things of that nature, he can speak from experience, but he's also preaching what he's like, he's also living what he's preaching. Derek Jackson was out here telling people to do stuff, doing the complete opposite to the woman he loved. Like that's, I just feel like that's so humiliating. And to Mrs. Jackson, to Mrs. Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. First of all, you probably should have took your husband's advice. You probably should have been binge watching his damn videos, your own self. Because how you should, is it? You should have did your hair before the interview. Stop. Because <laughs> honestly, I've heard people argue that that was on purpose and I kind of agree. Um, but uh, story for another day. Um, you came on looking like Scott. What are you doing? <laughs> like, what annoyed? Is that you? <laughs> what annoyed me about his wife, right? The most was during the interview when he interviewed her about her trauma caused by him. Come on, Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, this <laughs> come, come through with a word, Jada. But, <laughs> but she kept saying like. Oh, people are asking, why didn't I leave? Well, I did leave. No, you didn't because you're still there. Like you left temporarily like anybody would do. But when people ask you, why didn't you leave? You know exactly what they're talking about. They're not talking about, oh, you up and left, took a break, separated after what, nine months and then came back. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're asking you, why didn't you leave? If you filed for divorce, if you were so done, if this was the last straw, you told him if he cheats ever again, this was it. Because he had cheated several, numerous, probably hundreds of times before that, the way they were making it seem. But you're confused why people are asking you, why did you leave? You didn't I got leave. a question, V. Was his message wrong or like, was it or was he on point? 
with his message. No, I'm not. I'm not saying his messages were wrong. Like, I think. Well, let me take I that am. back because I'll take that I back because I will say that there's a lot of videos <laughs> I didn't agree with. <laughs> there were a lot of videos that he did that I didn't agree with. But for the ones that I did agree with, I will say, like, I don't think his messaging was wrong, but I don't think that excuses that, like, that's just wrong to do. Like, how do you sleep at night knowing you're telling all of these women to do shit and not tolerate what you're being to the mother of your because they Because they needed, the, they needed the hearing. No, Them women needed to hear it. It don't matter if I'm living it or not. I have two friends who have gone to his live shows and he would sell out live shows giving live advice to these women telling them not to deal with basically but the, him. Like, that's if the advice is good advice, though, it, sh it really shouldn't matter if he was living it or not. I that great. I'm well, I mean, I think it sucked. I, I think his advice did suck. But at the same time, if you feel like that you were getting something, if you still got it, right, it doesn't really doesn't matter if he was living it or not. I did want to say something. Uh, the reason why I don't think his advice was so great because he pandered to women so fucking much. And like he pandered first to flag. so much. And, and women just eat that shit up. I'm like, y'all don't see like when he just treats y'all like y'all just this infallible perfect it's, it's being science, it's like Scott. right i'm like yo what the women love that <laughs> even I when know. they know it's a lie <laughs> I know. And i'm like y'all don't see through that like like what's up that's the first joint like keeps that's the first red flag <laughs> off rip and then the second joint is he's an entertainer he is somebody who is selling things he's trying to make money and I don't think people understand the difference between a character and a real person. Mm. He plays a character. He is Derek Jackson with that X. And his two minute, five minute like videos, his <laughs> rant videos. <laughs> 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 no, but for real though, he's a character. That's not him. You don't really know who this man is. All you know is what this man portrays to you. You haven't seen no, him at his worst. You haven't seen him at his best even. You you don't you don't know who this person is. You don't know anything about his marriage. You don't know anything about his personal relationship. So for people to sit here and see, find these videos and then put these people on a pedestal, is kind of like you did it to yourself. And 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 in my opinion, you do it to yourself. You don't really know these people, and people tend to do that with celebrities. They deify them. They put them on pedestals, and then when the celebrities let them down, they act so fucking surprised. They're like, oh my god, they're human beings, just like everyone else. Yes, they are. <laughs> that's, that's, but like, you wouldn't be mad like if your favorite like um influencer, like 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 somebody that that you believe is like fighting for the right cause. Like let's say black black people is, is a thing near and dear to your heart, right, Scott? So yeah. say say if say if like you found out that they was just lying the whole time, that would that wouldn't like hurt you a little bit. But that's real shit, though. We're not talking about real shit. No, the relationships is real, bro. What you really oh, talking about? God. All right, you right. <laughs> like, you right. You right. You're right. Life. You're right in a way. But in a way, we're talking about problems in the community. And if you're taking advantage oh. of people in that way, that's a little different to me. I'll make the shoe fit for, you, for, you, for your narrative. But and it's from my narrative, I don't ever put people on pedestals. I look at their actions and then I, I, I commend them for their actions, not for them as people, though. All right. Because I don't know you personally. Did he ever say he don't cheat? Huh? Did he ever say he he never cheated before? 
That is a good point. Was he just in the suit? Or did he say Did he ever say, I'm not like this, y'all? <laughs> or did he just lead y'all to believe yeah, like, that he wasn't like the men that he was talking he about? He did. Um, so, like, he has positioned himself, like, he made it seem and he implied that a lot of the stuff he was saying was stuff that he was practicing. Like, I don't feel like a lot of the women who were upset especially the ones who stand him. Cause like I watched his videos to a degree. I'm not going to lie. Like probably 2020, 2019 is when I started getting annoyed by him because I do feel like there were a lot of cases where it's like, all right, bro, like you, you doing a lot now, doing a lot. but yeah. right. But prior to that, um, it seemed like, you know, he used to do like a lot of lives, a lot of Q and A's, like, talking about his life and like when people were saying like oh this is the first time he showed his wife well it's not but again you had to be a real fan to know that so that that's still a problem that the majority of your fan base has no idea that you were married like i was aware but that's because i had followed him years ago and i saw when he right. was at his wedding and stuff like that right so that's a problem because he built majority of his fan base over the past few like two to three years so that's a problem. But regardless, um, I, I get what Scott's saying. I, I agree with majority of what you're saying. Um, it's just, I feel like it's still messed up to really be out here teaching and preaching what you not living. Like, that's just, that's, that's to me, like scamming. That's just how I feel. Scamming. And we don't respect that. And the reason too, why, I think the the reason it stood out to me and the reason why I became so passionately angry about it was because of the fact that he used this scandal and forced his wife into the situation to sell his book. Like that's sick to me. Like if you're such a private person and it's you don't want people in your personal <laughs> like my your personal whatever it's just like and you're doing this video to like explain the story and you know let your fans in and apologize to her publicly and you know show where y'all are at it would have been much more genuine if you just left it at that regardless i didn't believe it but the i like what really ticked me off was when he started promoting his book with it it's just like are you kidding me i mean he like well since y'all here Word. Y'all might as well. He what they say? Any, any publicity like, is good publicity? Isn't that the and, and y'all don't even dig the fact that he set this whole thing up. That's a whole other story. He was getting cold in these streets. Derek Jackson needed his name brought back up. Right. <laughs> and now he got the perfect thing. And I bet you that book do exactly what it set out. And that's that. Now, a conversation was, was brought up. And we could touch on this real quick. Um, Sweetie and Quavo... Um, was broken up. It was rumored that he took his gifts back. Now, I think that we clarified that that's not true, but would Quavo be petty or he would be, you know, in, in his rights to repo some of those gifts he gave? Petty. So icy girl, sweet. Hey. So icy. Oh, so, or as my man said, legal? I DMs. So we die. <laughs> Is that legal? Can you legally do that? I mean, if he never I mean, put her OJ, name on he it, got, yeah. He did like 20 years for taking his stuff back. <laughs> right. So, obviously, it's not illegal. He'd be petty LaBelle for it, but... He'd definitely petty, and it would be illegal. So. What if he needed it? 
That's what I'm saying. This shit, Amigos not getting paid, so he might need it. That shit, like, come Yo. on, sweetie. you got money. I heard. <laughs> he like, all right, sweetie, you got this TikTok money going. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. Money. <laughs> you got fancy overdues. You doing? I need them Birkins. Family got bread. Yeah, I need like, them Birkins back. That was a whole year worth of salary. I mean, listen, I heard that they. What you say? Quality control. Pay, pay the artists and cars and Birkins. Yeah, that's it. That's all they pay him. They pay him in items and shit. So he needed the stuff back to sell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. When the last time the Migos put out a hit song? Exactly. Like they, they not. Nah, you ain't even getting your nigga a chance. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, that money. If he took it back, then. and then I hate the fact that people try to make it seem like that 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 it was because of Quavo they broke up because Sweetie said something. It was because Sweetie. Sweetie did it. That's what I'm saying. Like, why do the man always get the blame Sweetie. soon as a breakup happens? I was gonna say, Sweetie went on a, a whole little interview thing and talked about getting her booty hole licked with her ex boyfriend. Was it right. after uh, they broke up? No one want to hear this, V. Nope, it didn't air after they broke up. No one knows. We don't know when it's our it. turn, V. Okay. Oh, so y'all <laughs> just making assumptions and rolling yep. with it. Okay. Just like you did with Derek Jeter. We are making assumptions about what happened <laughs> in this motherfucking piece. <laughs> I was misled. That's <laughs> you was led astray. Bamboos. <laughs> They call him Dirty Jeter, yo. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so we yeah, we hope we hope that um so ICs get back together. You know what I mean? Don't. Um, I, I do, man. I don't like. I, I hope they get back together, man. Take up. that man back. If he did something wrong, look at yourself, sweetie. What did you do to make that man do that? That's what I'm saying. What did you do to make him? What cheat? did you do? That's the thing. Women don't like accountability. That's the problem. Black men don't cheat for no reason. Obviously, that's what I'm something. saying. It's something. If there's an area that you need to lift up in your life, you know what I'm saying? There's somewhere where you're you were lacking. You know, you want to why are Tuesday. you staying with somebody who makes you feel like you need to cheat? Huh? Huh? Oh, all right. You said something. <laughs> you said what? All I'm saying is <laughs> what she all she needs. Listen, 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 listen. She's 90% there. All she needs to do is evaluate that 10% that she needs to fix so my man don't go out. And that's all. That's it. Tweet okay. that. You hit her with the Derek Jackson logic, bro? Mm-hmm. Huh? You said something? Not even. <laughs> you hit her with the Derek Jackson logic. <laughs> Not even. Derek no, did a better Derek job Jackson. than that. Yeah, that, that, that's really that Derek Jeter. No, that's that <laughs> Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, so, you know, that's 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 what it is, man. So, so Icy's, man, I wish y'all the best. You know what I mean? And let the best Birkin win. So, <laughs> next up, we have Was I Wrong? Now, in this was our wrong, we have a young football player by the name of Deshaun Watson. And apparently, he was getting massages, and he was expecting happy endings. I'm not sure how many he got, but I know he allegedly attempted to get. Well, how many? Ooh, present the news, Scoop. He got 13 lawsuits filed against him, bro. Civil he lawsuits. 13, he got 13 civil lawsuits, not civil. criminal. Okay, so the real news is Deshaun Watson, um, quarterback for the Houston Texans. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, has 13 <laughs> lawsuits, civil lawsuits against him for touching massage therapist with his penis. Mid-massage. Mid-massage. Now, was he wrong? For touching these massage, these masseuses, <laughs> if you will, these massee. I don't know if that's for. <laughs> 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 
with his penis. Allegedly. Allegedly. I just um now I don't want to discredit nobody's story. You know what I'm saying? Like women get discredited all the time. But my question right, is TV. how did that happen? How like, I'm really trying to understand like how did that happen? Like because I had the same question, V, because it's like it's body parts that you have that can just like reach out and touch. But I'm like, how does and like your penis it, just ain't one of them? Like it ain't one of them that got like you could be like, because ah, ah. <laughs> my whole tag. thing is it's like so it's been it's it's been proven like through multiple different studies that if you do a massage with somebody, they can ex- absolutely have like you know a man can get a hard on or a woman can get wet whatever it is, but it's just natural. It's not like the person has control over that. Like it's basically mm. what you're massaging, where you're massaging and things of that nature. So it's like, okay, so he got a massage. He got hard, which is normal when a man is getting a massage. And then they said like, he touched them with it. And that's what throws me off. Right? <laughs> so I don't know how many professional massages y'all have gotten, but I've gotten a few. And I'm just trying to figure out what position could he possibly have been in where he would have even been capable of taking his penis and touching a masseuse with it. Like, B, you should be his lawyer. Because <laughs> you're making a very compelling case right Like, now. I'm genuinely crazy. trying to understand because it's like, okay, if he was on his back, clearly impossible, right? Clearly impossible. And I'm sorry, on his stomach. If he was on his stomach, right. really impossible. Unless it's a if hole in that on, area and you were like, under, oh, whatever. Right. If he's on his back, <laughs> it's like, okay, so when you're on your back, you're typically getting your feet massage. You're getting the, the other side of your leg massage. You're getting, been getting his quad massage. massage. You said what? His quadricep. Like she massaging the quadricep. He tried, you know, move his shit over to her hand. Like, yeah, go ahead, grab, like that type of song. You have like, a chart. Can you show us where that is? The quadricep. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are childish. Okay. So basically you saying she was massaging his thigh area or like mm-hmm. his inner thigh. It's time me. was like, oh, massage this too while you at it. Yeah. Well, they didn't say he says, or did they, were, were there, were there words? No, well, no we, I'm we just are, saying like. We are, we are speculating. Yeah. I'm okay. just saying. Okay. Speculating the downfall of black man. That's literally the only way that could put have happened but I guess where I'm still a little thrown off is that he's laying down and typically when you're laid down in that position your arms because they instruct you of like where to put your arms in some cases they have a thing that holds your arms there so it's like you would have noticed movement is my point. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and say and this. And also, though, they typically put some type of blanket over yep. that area, a thick one, too. Not like, you know, a sheet. It's like, oh, no, it, it like holds you down, silk, but heavy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't even know if his penis would have been strong enough to like, do y'all understand what I'm trying to say? No, I know, like, no, 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 because I gotta add, I gotta add to your thing, right? I, I don't know about you guys. I don't mean to get graphic or anything, but generally, um, the 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 movement that you can do with that member of your body is one direction. That's it. It's not like you have a side to side thing that goes on. I don't know about you guys, but I know me. I'm a one direction guy. Pop. That's all you can do. So if I had to go one direction, that's up. 
<laughs> there, what are you massaging above that, or where are you above that where it's like pop? So are you on the other side and it's like pop? <laughs> Did it hit your arm? Like <laughs> you start laughing and shit, like. <laughs> <laughs> I could use like you like that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you felt that. You felt that? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I'm just trying to think where were you when he hit you with the pop? Yeah, I just feel like in order for him to have touched a masseuse with his thing, something very disruptive and noticeable would have had to occur in that exchange. Like whether it was him lifting up the blanket. And pulling it out, but by the time he got to the blanket, you would have been like, Whoa, what's what you doing, sir? Here? You know what I'm saying? Because that blanket is heavy. I don't care what type of athlete you are, that blanket is heavy. Like, so yeah, I don't know. Did they did they get their stomachs massaged? Uh so the question is, was he hip wrong? flexors? But but we get the hip flexors massaged. Um so. y'all know I love to be on the side of women in these type of situations, and I never want to go against them. Um but I'm 100% sure um, Deshaun Watson massage was fully naked because he's Deshaun Watson and they was cool. Fully what? I feel like naked. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these women wasn't followed proper procedures because he's arguably a top five quarterback in the league if you want to. Oh, so you're questioning their intent? intent? Yeah, their intent behind so it. I will say, I'm not going to lie. Um, Someone... uh. Fuck it, whatever. This athlete that I know, um, he was basically telling me a story about when he got a massage and the masseuse asked him to get butt naked and he got butt naked because he left his boxers on, but she asked him to like take everything off. So he got told me to keep my boxers on. (laughs) He got naked (laughs) and then when he put the blanket over him, like when he was on his stomach, she took the blanket completely off and started like massaging his butt and all types of stuff. <laughs> I thought it was going somewhere else. He clearly was on his stomach. Got you. All right. Right. Well, I mean, he didn't tell. We didn't get to the flip because by that point, like somebody else had came in while he was telling the story. But regardless, when he flipped over, he was still butt naked. So I don't know what happened there. But so that is a possibility, you know. That is a possibility. And the showing is young, so he's not gonna question it. Like I'm pretty sure the guy you talking about was young. You a young, fresh quarterback. Yeah, I'm gonna get butt naked. Go ahead, Shorty, do what you gotta do. Then you the get more y'all talk. Up. I think he's the victim here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like like our own Taj <laughs> wrote in the comments, talk to him, Keith, because Taj understands. Yeah. He's gonna be lying. Yeah. I, I I the more the more that you guys bring it to the light, I think that he's suffering. From people just, you know, assuming that's one thing when it's not, you know what I mean? Um, Hashtag him too. He was targeted. He was. Many of our black men in this country, you know what I mean? And and it's a a shame, man, because to make it out of poverty, just to Uh get there and get a lawsuit, just because your natural anatomy works is sad. It's sad. Really disappointing. I don't feel like I can I had a dream to go to the NFL, and I was like, I can't even do it now because can't do it. What if I want to get a massage and I accidentally sneeze and my penis pops up and hit her in the arm? Now, right now, now I just can't have allergies. Yeah, I just can't. So, I mean, I think realistically, yo, um, I don't know. Think like Deshaun Watson. If you allegedly did these things, you out of pocket. What shouldn't be out here doing these things? 
you're wrong. That's not the only thing they said he did. Like y'all focused on the one thing. That's really not you the one reading the damn article. No, no. I mean, I brought up. I mean, I brought it up when, when the meeting. So you know, I did read it. Uh, he what was touching. He, he was touching people's vagina allegedly. People's whoa, butts. Whoa. People's uh leg area. Um, you know, That's all rolling. types of things. All right, so, yeah, was, so next up we have, huh? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> we want the minister's black man. He waits till we, we till we go on this elaborate of uh, defense. Right, you should have said that. that at the beginning. Like, <laughs> right, uh, like, come on, bro. What's it's not my uh-huh. fault. I just, I uh-huh. let y'all go, and then I was like, all right. You know. All right, so I, I still say he wasn't wrong. I'm just going with the evidence that was presented to me what at first. What type of person Scott is? Uh huh. Entrapment. Asshole. Asshole. Oh yeah, was he wrong? He was absolutely wrong. He, he, was, no, he, was, he wasn't wrong. He was alleged. So I'm not going. I'm not going past judgment. You know, allegedly. He wasn't wrong. You don't know how many times he them was moves allegedly work. wrong. If that He's move works, one out of every two times. He had a fifty percent chance of making it work. <laughs> I'll take those odds any day. <laughs> Sick. Power to, the, power to the people. Power to the people. Now, next up, last but not least, we ain't have this in a while. Mm-hmm. We gotta talk heavy court today. We gotta talk heavy court today. Reluctantly, yes, I'm gonna say it in front of the people. Reluctantly, Scott and Keith. Are gonna give us a court. Me and Keith, I wasn't reluctant. You know what? You're right. Scott, Scott's <laughs> the problem. He's he's clearly the problem. So today, our court is on something that we've never had court on. And we usually try to stick to the serious subjects, but today we're gonna go with entertainment. We're gonna go with anime. And we're talking about the biggest anime of all time. No, it's not what you think. It's One Piece. <laughs> I know you and guys. Are those thinking... of y'all who've never heard of One Piece, neither have we. So, neither have let's we. get it. So Scott says One Piece is the biggest anime of all time. He said, "No, it ain't." <laughs> so V, you gonna flip a coin? Yep. Scott, Wait, since we picking, picking on you, you get oh, the okay. pick. All right, Scott. Let's get it. Tails. Heads. I got my nails. Them nails is them nails is popping. It's tails. Oh. It's tails. Go ahead, Scott. Tell us what it is. All right. We got two minutes on the clock. Oh, snap. We got two minutes on the clock. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. And go. So for those of you who don't know what One Piece is, it was a show created by a man by the name of Ode Ichiro. And it was created in 1997, the manga, converted into an anime in 1999. Now, this show is one of acclaimed, heavily acclaimed for its art style, for its plot line, for its incredible character development from the main character, Luffy, who was a pirate and aspires to be the pirate king. Um, it has sold $480 million of manga to date, which is the most of all time. The second 
has sold somewhere in between 200 and 350 million. So it is at least $120 million ahead of the next anime, the next manga. The anime has been going on 927 consecutive episodes. 927 consecutive episodes. It has the longest running anime by far. One Piece has its own day in Japan, July 22nd, One Piece Day. They have stamps, figurines, a festival. It's One Piece Day. They have an entire website dedicated to One Piece Day. And if that isn't proof enough of how amazingly massive this anime is, let's talk about its creator, Ode Ichiro. Ode Ichiro is the richest manga writer in the world with a net worth of $200 million. This includes One Piece merch, one, the selling of One Piece manga, the selling of the anime, advertisement involving One Piece. So I don't know, you don't become the richest writer in the world, manga writer in the world, if your manga isn't the biggest. That's just me. Mm. Scott, you came out swinging. I'm be honest with you. That was strong. I got to flip the page. Too many stats for this little piece. You know what I'm saying? A lot of numbers involved. Mm -hmm. Ready, Keith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and go. So I appreciate what Scott said. Um, I think you trying to make them feel, you know, you don't like facts out there that they don't know about, but a lot of animes have a day in Japan, like Sanjay just passed, which is a Dragon Ball day. Um, Pokemon has a day. A lot of animes have a day, so that's not really a big deal. Um, Oda El Chucho, whatever you, how you say his name, who was he inspired by? Akira Toriyama, who made Dragon Ball, which is the biggest anime ever. Dragon Ball goes into the games, is big in the fighting community. It is also big in, on movies. One Piece has never had a movie to go into there, just has it? No. One Piece has been going on straight since 1999. Yes, it's going to have a lot of sales and things. Dragon Ball has taken maybe a 30-year break and it's still the highest, most popular thing in the world. You got people who may never, ever watch anime. Like I have a cousin who say, I don't watch the anime porn. But if I say Kamehameha, she's going to say, oh, that's Goku. That's Dragon Ball Z. Because Dragon Ball for the culture is so big, even for rappers. You got T Grizzly who put that in his raps. You got so many people who knows what Dragon Ball is that you cannot compare that. I understand you saying in Japan, that is the biggest right now, but we're talking globally. Globally, One Piece cannot touch Dragon Ball. You don't have no, no like, where, where stats do you have globally that you said, like, in America? In America, Dragon Ball came and sold 30 million in theaters, in limited theaters at that. When has One Piece ever done that? Never. Who knows who Luffy is? How many people you ever said, I'm going to go Gear 3? No one. But people say, I'm going to go Super Saiyan all the time. My son had made me turn off One Piece and said, what is this? Where's Goku? Where's Vegeta? No one looks at One Piece and says, this is cool. It doesn't impact the culture at all, other than Japan. I'm done. Ooh. All right. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Before, yep. While Scott's getting ready, both of y'all came hot. I thought Keith was going to give us fluff, <laughs> but he gave us some stuff as well. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all the break you get. Scott, you ready? <laughs> all right. One, two, three, and go. Um, just because somebody influenced somebody doesn't mean they can't be bigger than them. 
I proved already that One Piece has the most sales. Um, One Piece has the richest creator. That One Piece is the longest consecutive show of all time. And I don't know if you know anything about shows, but when they keep getting approved for new episodes, that means something. If you get approved for new episodes for 20 consecutive years, that means something. That means that your show is popping for 20 years. 20 years. And oh, and let's let's get into uh Dragon Ball Z and how they do all these other things. Movies, the movie was garbage, by the way. The trash movie that they came out with, the games and all of that. And they still not touching one piece based on the manga and the anime, still not touching it in numbers. And that don't tell you something, I don't know what will. Mm. Ready, Keith? Yeah. One, two, three, and go. It's interesting that you said the movie was trash when it sold 30 million in limited theaters, which is very crazy. But I'm you seem like you're saying that One Piece is the richest, which is cool. Just because you're the richest rapper don't mean you're the biggest rapper. The person who influences the culture is the biggest. Dragon Ball has influenced Naruto, One Piece, <laughs> Hunter x Hunter. Even we can go non-anime and go to Sonic the Hedgehog is strictly based off of Dragon Ball. Golden Sonic, <laughs> you got characters like Silver who is mimicked after future Trunks. You can't say the games are trash because the Tenkaichi and Budokai series is one of the greatest series of games in history. Some of the biggest fighting, you go to Evo and look at the fighting in the world, you see Dragon Ball fighters. I don't see One Piece fighters. People love Dragon Ball because it makes them feel good. People want to be Goku because it makes them feel good. The main character, of One Piece was modeled after Goku and Bull can't end his show. That's why he got something. He's not a good writer. <laughs> Ooh Ooh oh, I'm gonna be honest boy. with y'all, man. I had it at a time for a long time. Y'all came today. We need to talk about Ooh. more anime on this show. Can you agree, V? I agree. This is Goodness. the best court these two have done to date. Like, today. Wow. I don't even watch anime. And Literally. I feel like I learned so much today. Like yes, yes. So go ahead, yeah, I'm gonna go first. Oh, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Cause the first round, Scott came out punching like Luffy. So you know, but Scott came out punching, right? And he told us about the numbers. I mean, we talking about 480 million. He talked about how further ahead it was than the other ones. He talked about the longest run. Then Keith came back talking about, oh, but the global impact. And he talked about the 30 million in theaters. Hold on, in theaters, limited theaters. He, he made sure he said that. You know what I'm saying? He, what did he bought to us? Because Scott got us. I'm not going to lie, V. He got us when he said they got their own date. Because I even looked it up. It's July 22nd. I said, okay. But then Keith came back and said, um, Pokemon got their own date. Dragon Ball Z got down. I didn't know that. So Scott would have had us if you didn't hit us with that. So you all said that. You know what I'm saying? Then he talked about the 30-year break. Then he talked about the influence of hip-hop. So that first round, I had a tie, right? Let's flip to the second round. Second round, Scott came through and he reiterated most of what he said, but he hit it with a little bit more. And he did what I love. He threw some dirt. Oh, he just had some dirt right on Dragon Ball Z. And I said, oh, he knew what to do to get me on his side. Scott knew what to do to get me on his side. But then Keith, he came through and he said, this is what this is what got Keith to edge. I'm just letting y'all know. 
when Keith told us all of the anime that Dragon Ball Z fathered, including One Piece, I didn't know. I said, I never knew. And then he threw Sonic in there, which was one of my favorite games. Shout out to Sega. I said, yo, I didn't, I never knew none of these things. I felt like I was being educated. So, Scott, I want you to hold your head high and me voting for Keith because that was a great argument back and forth. But Keith, once he hits you with the dagger at the end, because he just gave a little bit more in his second part of the argument. That's all. That's the only reason that he had one more point in that second round. I got to go with Keith. Wow. That was a great, great, great breakdown of what just occurred. And I just want to add to that, right? So I agree with most of your points. The first round, um, for me, I felt like Scott came in punching. And he was smart because he knew that Scoop and I don't watch anime. So he knew that we were going to be impressed by a lot of the shit he was saying. Because I was. I was like, wow, I'm concerned for Keith. You know what I'm saying? Because I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z with my dad. That's the only anime I know. I didn't even know Pokemon was anime until two days ago. So I literally was like, wow, man. Like he got a, they got a day, bruh. Like, wow. But then when Keith killed that and he just hit him with the uppercut, I'm like, oh, shit. Wow. Well, the only thing Scott had at that point was the numbers. So for me, I had to lean towards Keith for that round. Then we go to second round. Second round, who I mean, Scott came in blazing, reiterated what he had to say, but then was like, Dragon Ball Z could never, because I'm not going to lie. He was right. They've been on a run for 20 plus years or however long. So I'm like, damn, that's crazy. You know, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know none of this. I just learned about, since, I didn't know I what the fuck. I didn't even know. What first of all, okay, first of all, clearly I'm voting for Keith because I don't even remember the name of the shit Scott was just arguing about. <laughs> I, I literally just drew blank. I was just trying to get to it, but I can't even remember the name of it. So all I gotta say is this, right? Keith was impeccable in his arguments, and the last one really killed it, especially with the impact, because similar to our last court, we had Tiger Woods versus LeBron. I think the reason Tiger Woods got the upper hand was because of the impact we were able to see that he had on the golf industry and all those who were brought up under him. And the fact that Dragon Ball Z created so many other stories and an iconic game, because I played Sonic. I've been that one that says Super Saiyan, you know what I'm saying? I got my little nephew saying it and shit. So for that, gotta go with Keith. So Scott, you did a great been, job today. You came through with it, Scott. Oh, I ain't gonna you. lie. Thank you. You came through with it. So, so, um, Keith. Yes. How does it feel to um win this animated court? You 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 felt comfortable out there. Yeah. Um, why were you so confident today? Um, I was facing Scott, and I've dusted Scott off in sports, and I knew once he said the One Piece day, it was over for him. Cause like Scott. I'm just going to tell them everyone else has a day. Saying they just passed, saying they was this much. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why would you even say that? You know what I'm saying? He's just, it's my little cousin, though. I love him. Like, I go, give him a kiss on the forehead. But good try. Good try, cuz. Good try. 
Now, um, I thought that shit was one tree. I thought it was one tree, <laughs> one band, one sound. Now, um, now in the future, Keith, I would like to see more arguments like this. Um, are there any other subject matters that you feel this confident with? Because I haven't seen Keith this confident in a while since him and Venice went at it about football. Um, basically just sports, and a lot of times in sports, I just trying to be louder than the other person. But in anime, I really study anime. <laughs> in anime, I really study anime. Like, I sit down. Like, the animes that I know, I really sit down to study. So that's, like, my really strong point. Um, Other than that, that I know. is all I got is anime. Okay, um, I'm, I'm getting producers telling me to rap. So, okay. um, so, Keith, are there any words that you would like to give your fans, anybody you want to thank before we get out of here? Um, thank you, Todd. That's Todd, I see you inside the comments. Um, thank you, Mom. Um, Khalil, I love you, and um, we're out. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that wraps up a whole other episode of Talk Heavy. Once again, I'm your boy Scoop Burgundy. Just call me Ra. It's Scotty. Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to check out all conf- all content under Talk HVY, the real Talk Heavy. <laughs> Until next week, holla. <laughs>